1: Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. the DFS pregame show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, Blender HD, if you want to follow me on Twitter. And it's Monday, July 31st. And you know what we do on Mondays? It's Mondays with McCool. We bring on James McCool, the co author with me on the Theory of Daily Fantasy Sports 15 hour audio DFS masterclass you could pick up at TheoryOfDFS.com. James, you could tell by the good morning that, uh, my my cough and sore throat has gotten uh, gotten a bit better.
2: Yeah, you're feeling a lot better. Um, and that's awesome. I'm really happy for you. Were you able to do all your shows last week? Like you didn't miss any?
1: Uh, I don't think I I did Grinders Live once or I maybe I don't I don't remember. Did yeah. I did I I think I got to all my shows last week. Oh boy, that's I mean fantastic. I the mute button is my friend. I mean I'm I'm not fully there. I just I've been up for I've been up for like like two and a half hours or so so i i it, it's, it's more of an allergies thing now it's like a clearing of my mucus or whatever so yeah. I, I, it's it's when i wake up like a half an hour before the show that, that 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 maybe there's more of a problem
2: yeah i feel that um i i haven't been sick in a little while ever since i i, I was sick for like 16 hours last time that i was sick i was sick for like 16 hours and i ended up Margaret went out to Nashville to go shopping by herself. She left me with Damascus. And, like, I progressively just got terrible through the day. And by the time she got home, I had a temperature of 106. And I couldn't move off the couch.
1: 106? That's 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 going to the hospital. Yeah,
2: I know. I know. Uh, and then I I took some Advil and I took some medicine. And it dropped back right back down to 102. And then the next day, I was perfectly fine. I didn't throw up. I didn't, like, have any. It was just, like, this random... Hey, you're gonna just be on fire for like six hours. Uh, and then I was fine, but I usually only get sick once a year. I've been sick (laughs) twice this year, so I think I'm good through the rest of the year. I think we'll be fine. Uh, excited not to be sick during NFL season.
1: Well, if you're in the YouTube chat, give me those thummy thumbs. Early birds, what does what does with Suki Sing? What happened to Suki Sing? Someone find Suki Sing, but give me those thummy thumbs. You know how much I love those. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell to know when we go live, James. I asked a question on Twitter mm-hmm. yesterday, and anytime I post a poll, James, whenever whenever I think about these poll questions, these 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 problem solving type of questions, I always have to balance on whether I think the question is too easy, or the question is too like convoluted, to like they're not that it's they're not thinking the way that I want them to think. And let me tell you that the more that I think that the question is too easy, it's not easy enough.
2: It never is. No. It never. It, it, it
1: always uh, like, okay, like this, this should, like, should I include, like there are pieces of information that I could include to make it a little bit easier. And I'm like, ah, no, I don't want to make it that easy. So let me take that out. And they have to just, like, they have to compute that. They have to assume that. And I'm not sure. I think I could. I, I think I could. I think James. I'm. I'm getting to the point where it's quite possible I could post post a poll of like which number is greater, one, two, three, or four, <laughs> and then still not get a hundred percent on the fourth answer.
2: <laughs> it's pretty bad. Uh, that you, that did one. You,
1: did you see what I posted on Twitter? I'll yeah, yeah, I three.
2: did. Yeah, and I, and okay. I thought that was, that's a that's a good and worthwhile question to ask and for people to ponder, mostly because. People have no idea what they're actually betting on underdog and price picks. Um, like, everything about the odds are are hidden. Um, everything about the way that it is put together is hidden to make it so that people think that they are just playing with fun coupons and nothing really matters, and then you make money or you lose money. But, yeah, it's. I think it's a good question.
1: I mean, to me, it comes down to, like, these questions are not difficult. They're essentially the two things that you need to know in order to answer these questions is one multiplication and two, how to convert odds formats
2: and three, the format of the site that you're playing at Well, oh, the
1: payout, the payout. Yeah. But I mean, that's not math. That's just like, you, you know what, you're
2: getting paid. Like, no, but it's important for me because when I looked at these, I thought to myself, Oh, well, you know, if all things are equal and I'm getting paid the same, like, the two leg because it's better odds. But uh, no, when you, when you put it up 500 versus 200, that's, that is much different. That is, right. you have to remember on underdog. Yeah.
1: A two pick pays plus 200,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which is two to one. Yeah. It's called, it's called a multiply three X multiplier. So it'll be basically decimal odds of three. Yep. Yeah. Right. American odds of plus 200 implied probability. 33.3%. I mean yep. that's that that's how you convert odds. Right? That essentially one is equal to the other. Just depends on when you compare two things you want to convert it into the thing that you're comparing it at. Right? And then on underdog, two picks pay at plus 200, three picks pay at plus 500, which is 6 decimal odds, plus 500 American odds, implied probability 16.7%. Sure. Right? If we're round if we're rounding. Like that that's fixed that won't change no matter what so now when we say that when when i say true odds maybe people are confused on what true odds are true odds james are the odds of the event actually happening yes like that's the truth The true probability if we knew the true probability obviously when we're doing this we're trying to project, we're estimating, we're whatever. But wouldn't you say true? If we assume that these are true odds, plus 100 is even money, right? It's 50-50, right? 50%. So if you convert, all you have to do is convert decimal odds of two, plus 100 American, two decimal. That's that's it, okay? Now, if, there's, if two things have plus 100 probabilities. So let's say I give you James. You know how I love doing these little little things with you, because they're easy. Use you as the the the, the gerbil, yep. the test case, the rat. Yep. You have two bets. Uh uh-huh. Plus the true odds of these two events are plus one hundred. Yeah. What is the probability of them both happening, 25. assuming they're
2: not correlated? Twenty five percent.
1: Right. And how how do you do that mathematically?
2: 50% times 50%.
1: Right. 0.5 times 0.5 equals 0.25. Perfect. Perfect. Done. Multiplication. That's all you need. Easy game. Okay. So if I told you that there are two bets at minus 175. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Now, if you're going to, how often, assuming they're uncorrelated, this is all, all assuming they're not correlated with each other. You're not going to multiply minus 175 times minus 175, right? You have to convert this to a probability. Yep. So what's minus 175 as a probability?
2: 63.64%.
1: Okay. 63.63 or whatever if you want to round, right? Like, well, how did you do that? I mean, you could go, you could literally Google search odds converter and you, you could do it yourself.
2: Or you use can stuff. use the Counter Strike model that you built for your site to type in negative one seventy five.
1: I mean, but whatever. I mean, like, I'm just saying, it's not like, oh, well, how do I convert? Like, dude, there, there. Yeah, there's millions of tools that uh, you know that Action Network has a odds calculator. I mean, type in odds cal- odd converter into Google, you'll find seven million of them. Yeah. So even if you want to just do, it, and you can put in anything you want, from decimal odds, any format of odds, fractional odds, and it'll convert to whatever you want. Okay, so two minus one seventy five. A minus one seventy five probability is sixty three point six percent. Yes. Okay. Yep. And what's the probability of them both happening?
2: 40%. Forty percent.
1: Forty point five percent. Sure. Estimated. Now, how did you how did you do that, James?
2: I multiplied sixty three point six four percent times sixty three point six four percent,
1: and you got. .405 if you round or what .40449 something you know whatever. Okay?
2: Yeah, technically I get 50.496 or 40.496.
1: Okay. 40 and a half. Yeah. Right? <coughs> okay. Now we go back to underdog. Underdog pays the two pick at plus 200. What's what's the probability of plus 200? We already converted to 33.3%. Yeah. So they're paying you as if it's a 33.3% probability, but it actually is going to happen, assuming the true odds are correct, 40.5% of the time. So in order to calculate your edge, right, on that bet, you need to know, okay, you need to do some division. And what happens when you divide one number by the, t- the higher number by the lower number?
2: By We're doing 40.5 divided by 33? Yeah,
1: by 33.6
2: or whatever. 1.2271475. Right, you,
1: minus the, you, might, you take out the one because one is... is yeah, it, 20, so 22%, right. Yeah, 21.62 if you want to be the exact or whatever. Okay, the difference between the actual... 40.5% probability versus what you're getting paid as if it's a 33.3% probability done. You've got, ca- you've calculated your edge on this bet, right? None, none of this is, compl- I mean, we're speaking it out. I mean, over explaining it, but this is, this is, this is stuff you could do in five seconds. Right. Right. Okay. Now. We have the prop C. -110 true odds. Now -110 if we convert it into a probability, what would that be?
2: 52.38%.
1: Right. Or 52.4 if you want to round it up. Right. Very very common. -110 is very common. You should, yeah. you can almost like that should snap to you auto- automatically. Okay? Now, most people think it's like, "Oh, the EV of two minus 175 bets, like minus 110 is significantly lower yeah. than that. And then also, if you know how, how if, if you combine the minus 110 with an, either of the two minus 175s, that two leg parlay may not even be plus EV. Right. So you're like, hmm, if I add the minus 110 and make it a three leg pick them on underdog, People just assume that the EV of that card is lower. But let's do the calculation. So, what is the true odds probability of a minus 175 event, a minus 175 event, and a minus 110 event? All three occurring
2: 21.212%.
1: And how did you do that, James?
2: Multiplied 63.64 times 63.64 times 52.38.
1: Just multiplied the probabilities. It's so easy, man. It's so easy. So we get that as Mm 21.2%. What's the payout of an underdog three pick? Pick them. Plus 500, which is what? 16.7%.
2: Ish, yeah.
1: Ish. So... They're going to pay you as if it's an event that only occurs 16.7 times, 16.7% of the time, but it actually occurs 21.2% of the time. Right. Now we do some division. What's the higher number divided by the lower number?
2: Got that 27%. Yeah.
1: 26.95 or something or something around there. So which one is higher?
2: Well, it looks like to me, the three leg is higher.
1: The three leg is has a has a higher edge, even though you're including a minus one ten true odds bet mm-hmm. that you had you you've you've calculated to be, you know minus one ten. Then now the thing on underdog is that, and and same for Prize Picks, that on average, if you're going to bet a three leg. That the break even point on average for each prop is minus 122. Right? So people t- typically, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to go out and I'm going to look for minus 122s or better. Mm-hmm. If I could find something that's minus 135, like they go to a Sharp sports book and they take out the VIG and they go, is there what's over minus 122? Yep. And that should be profitable, assuming the efficient market hypothesis that. That those, those would be profitable to play on cards on underdog. But that's the average. Minus 122. You find ones that, you find two that are minus 175 and the rest, and you can't find anything else? It's quite possible that even finding a prop of minus 110 is better to play a three-leg on underdog than just do the two-pick. Because the break-even point on the two-pick is minus 137. But now on prize picks, I asked the same question, literally the same question. But I said, which one is the highest expected value on prize picks? Why, James, is it that the two leg has a much higher edge than the three leg?
2: I'm going to assume it's because the payouts are different.
1: Well, you assume correctly, because on on prize picks, they only pay on a three leg. A five X multiplier,
2: which Ooh, is five bigger. five
1: decimal odds or plus four hundred. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if we did that calculation again, mm-hmm. right? What's what's plus four hundred?
2: I don't know off the top of my head. What's twenty percent?
1: Twenty percent, right? Yeah. Okay, but we already calculated that the, the odds of the three the three legs at twenty-one point two percent. So divide do that do the division twenty-one point two divided by twenty
2: pretty much break even on that jordan it looks like 0.06
1: right 6% 6% edge yeah assuming assuming obviously that you know you're perfect and you're the true odds are the actual true odds but the two the two leg on prize picks pays the same as the two two pick on underdog so you're still getting that 21.62% edge on the on the two leg so obviously on prize picks you don't care but the minus 110 bet get out of here you know i'll take the two minus 175s and call it a day yep was this complicated
2: um i don't think that it was complicated so long as you knew what the odds were on the sites well yeah well that's part
1: of the information that i that that i didn't i was i was i was gonna put in in the in the in the answers two leg of a plus b at plus 200 three leg of a plus b plus c at plus 500 right but i was worried that people would just look at the well 500 is higher than 200 so i'm gonna pick. Yeah. It. like they don't like like if i changed prop c to like a plus 110 bet plus 110 true odds then the answer on under odd would still be one because plus 110 will put the three leg under 21 percent edge which is the, the the one for the two leg Mm -hmm. Right. So my my goal was, do people realize, do people realize that even adding what looks like a negative EV prop on underdog, is it possible that that actually is more beneficial to you compared to the other props that you have on that day? obviously prop a and prop b were both like minus 145s then then the answer would be a mm-hmm. right because the, the three like just doesn't pay it minus 110 is just to the average is going to go under minus 122 so what does this prove
2: well, mostly that people don't understand what they're playing on, on... <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah but it's such a it's a see th- this is the thing None of this involves like, like, none of this involves like projecting players. None of this involves like, people ask, like, how do I get a bigger edge? How do I become more profitable? How do I lose less money? How do I get the best bang for my buck? How do I, you know, whatever. And like, so often, so often, it's just simply making the right, it's the choosing the red trench, click the right button. I mean, essentially, like if you go on underdog right now and you're like, Oh, I found, I found, uh, I found five, five picks, five props that I like. It's like, okay, well, the, the are they all equal to each other? I mean, like, are there ones that are are way more off than you, than even if you think this is not even, I'm not even James. I'm not even talking about projections. I'm talking about literally going there, going there and going, okay, what, what, what do I like? Right. And just go, just literally going by going to to MLB and going, okay, I'm going to go to Tyler glass now and four and a half hits allowed and just go, what do I like? Mm -hmm. Oh, I think he's going to give up more than four and a half hits. I have no reason to think that I did, but Let's say I think that, right? So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add him there, right? And then I go, I'm just, as an example, I'm going to go Griffin Canning, huh? oh, higher than five strikeouts. It's like, okay. I think that, I think that. And then you go, you scroll, whatever, you go, uh, let's, let, let's do more pitching than anything. Let's, uh, let's, uh, Seth Lugo, uh, lower low, lower than five and a half strikeouts. Right, and let's see, you go uh, and you look around. You look around. You look around. You look around. Uh, Kyle Gibson. oh, Kyle Gibson lower than five. So you got you got the, these four. Yeah. Now. St- now, let's say you think it's like I'm really I'm really I really like Canning and Lugo. Right. I think the, I don't know what the true odds are, but I'm I'm going to say they're minus one seventies. Maybe yeah. they're maybe I'm going to say they're minus one seventy five. Like I'm 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 very Glass now uh, over four, four and a half It's allowed. I mean it's okay. Uh, my confidence level is is above average, but whatever. Negative one I'm, ten. I'll call right, them. right. And this is just I'm pulling it out of thin air. This is not like I looked at. This is just literally. If you just have nothing other than I just want to have some fun and go out and go, and I'm I'm going to price in my head the bets, right. And then you look at Kyle Gibson and you think the same thing. You're like, no, I like the, the lower than five against, against Toronto, right? The Toronto lineup or whatever. And you just, that's what you think. But Canning and Lugo, you're like, yeah, these, these are the, these are the good ones, right? These I definitely, I definitely want. Yeah. What would be the most optimal way of, of playing this? I mean, so many people would just go, okay, I want all four. Give me a hundred bucks on all four.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. Or they would go. Let me just get a hundred bucks on canning and Lugo. Yeah. Right? Or they mix and match or something. They do both. But if you did both, if you did a hundred dollars on canning and Lugo and then <laughs> let's say 25 bucks power on the all four, you're essentially giving away money. Right? You're 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 essentially you already have what you have. Do you want to make more money with exactly what you have right in the long run? Right. The better way to do this would be if you wanted to right if you were if you were confident in canning and Lugo the more optimal way to spend let's let's say 100 bucks you have a 100 bucks total and you were gonna do a four pick of uh, 25 bucks for all four and then t- a two pick of, of 75 bucks for canning and Lugo and you're like okay that that seems pretty good it's in really you're doing your your, your 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 staking in relation to how big of an edge you think you have. Yeah, but the more optimal way is to take canning and lugo and make a three pick one with glass now and one with gibson both for 50 bucks if you simulated that out you said what's the probability of those things you'll get paid more we we could you james do you want do you want to do this yeah sure yeah and let's let's assume since we already have the numbers of the minus 175s and the minus 110s yeah so we're just gonna go in our head in our head canning and lugo are minus 175s and glass yeah. now and gibson are minus 110s yeah okay you got your calculator you could i'm gonna let you i'm gonna let you do the the, the math.
2: all right
1: okay so can canning and lugo are both minus 170 we already have we already have this uh because essentially it's the it's the the choice a so basically, the edge on that bet would be uh, twenty-one point six two percent, right? We're getting paid plus two hundred, right? We're getting paid as a thirty-three point three percent probability, and it's forty point five percent to happen. Okay, yeah. So now let's put together the three pick, right? Of minus of minus one ten. I mean, it's the same thing that we have before twenty-six point nine five. I mean, we get paid more. So let let's go. If we did two of those fifty dollars, $50, two of those fifty dollar three picks, yeah. What 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 do we stand to win monetarily?
2: Two hundred fifty bucks. Well, five hundred if all of them hit.
1: No, no. I'm talking. I'm. <coughs> I'm talking about each each of the fifty dollar bets.
2: Right, so if you have if you have a fifty dollar bet and it's you're doing the
1: and a twenty seven percent edge on that fifty dollar bet.
2: Oh, oh pff, sorry. Right,
1: because we're not looking for the total pay; we're just looking for the expect the expected pay. Thirteen
2: dollars and fifty cents.
1: Okay, and we're doing that twice. Yeah. Right. So how much in total? Total EV. Total.
2: Is that Effective value is twenty seven dollars
1: twenty seven dollars what but, but in total for the total of a hundred dollars is yeah. 54 bucks
2: all right yeah,
1: yeah. right because we're because we're, we're comparing apples to apples a hundred dollars total yeah okay now let's say we do 75 dollars on the on the two pick which is a 21.62 percent so how much what's our EV of that? Seventeen dollars. Seventeen dollars, and then we're going to do a, a four pick. So now we have to put another minus one ten on the the because we now have a uh uh. So basically, point six. So you can do the sixty three percent times the sixty three percent times the fifty two percent. I mean, point four. You you get it. Times the fifty two percent. So four of them. You have to hit all four. So what's the probability of that? 11%. 11%. We're getting paid plus 900, right? So what's the probability of plus 900?
2: Yeah, I don't know this one off the top of my head.
1: 10%. 10, 10%, 10%, It's 10%. 10%. I'm showing it on the screen. Right, plus 900 is 10%. Okay, so what's the edge? On that? 11%. 11%.
2: So 11% of
1: 20, $25. Because we're betting
2: 25 bucks on that. Okay. So there we have an edge of $2 per bet. dollars. Okay.
1: Yeah. So now combine the 75, now combine the EV of the two pick plus the four pick. How many, how many, how many dollars is that?
2: 1981.
1: 1981. What's how much is the other one?
2: The other one is 26 or 27.
1: Well, $54.
2: Right. 54, right.
1: Right. Now we could obviously finagle. like let's say we do 50-50. Let's say we do the two pick at 50 at 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. What's 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 the edge? What's the edge of the two pick?
2: It's $11 and 35 cents.
1: For a $50 bet. Okay. And then how about a $50 on the four pick?
2: Uh, $5 and 55 cents.
1: Right. And then what's the combination of that?
2: $15 and 91 cents.
1: Right. That still doesn't beat 54 bucks.
2: No, it still doesn't.
1: Right. Look, look at the dramatic difference between like you, you put down a hundred.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring,
1: right? 54, 54 bucks EV. And what's the highest that we got out of the two? What,
2: $22? Yeah. I think. Hold on. Uh, no, $19.91.
1: Okay, 19 Whatever. What's the difference between 54 and $19? Mm,
2: $35.
1: $35. So,
2: $34 and 24
1: $34 or whatever even if we start rounding and going well, if I do this combination and that combination and whatever, mm-hmm. like, let's just say that like there's a $30 spread, $25 spread. Like it's the same, it's the same things. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're, you're rooting for the same things. I mean, obviously we're not taking into account variance, right? I don't mind a lower edge as long as I, you know, have less risk of ruin or anything like that. But like simply you have four Picks that you like, many people just even if they don't do the oh, I'm gonna put do the two pick and the four pick, they're gonna put the whole hundred. Let's say they put the whole hundred dollars on the four pick. Right? So what's the edge on that?
2: 11 dollars. So, Eleven bucks. Yeah,
1: right. right. As opposed to two fifty dollar three picks, and you have. Canning Lugo with Glasnow canning Lugo with Gibson. You can't win, right? Any any of it without canning without uh, Canning hitting. Right. Can't win any without Lugo hitting. Let's say, let's say Canning and Lugo hit, but Glasnow Glasnow hits and Gibson doesn't. There's a percentage of the time that happens, and you do get money because you win a three-pick, and that that'll, you'll, you're going to get $120. You're going uh, to you get $150 for that. All right, you're going to win $100, All right? 50 and 50 makes it to, to $150. No, you're going to get $300 for that. Sorry. All right, you're going to win $250. And there's a portion of the time that you're going to win both of them, and then you can get $500 Am I confusing you?
2: No, no, I'm just, I'm going through math.
1: Oh, you're just going through math. Yeah. But we see here that even though you could go to underdog and pick four bets, four <laughs> cards, four picks, four whatever, four props. That's simply just choosing the right option. I mean, like, seriously, just like simply choosing the right option. If, the, the thing is, the reason why I said uh, I I chose this example is four Mm -hmm. Is that once you get to five, typically the five is the highest EV one in almost all scenarios. Yeah. Because of the way it pays out. And even if you wanted to do the five pick with insurance, you're giving up like about this month. It's a sliver. Right. Right. So basically on underdog, you should be choosing threes and fives. (coughs) no matter what. Mm -hmm. And if you choose fives, you could do insurance if you want. And also there are some fours with insurance that could be viable, depending on the odds. Because once it gets reverted down to when you win three, you win a little bit more money than Mm -hmm. you should. Prize picks, on the other hand, because three picks only pay 400 plus 400. It's unless you're doing it, unless you're finding props that are significantly off and you're doing it purely for variance control or ease, you should always be making five, five pick or six Mm -hmm. pick flexes. Mm -hmm. Right. Your variance is good. The thing is, is your swings are going to go up because you have to hit five more off. I mean, you're not going to hit it as often. And also, it comes down to let's say, James, I find on prize picks, I have. I have 12 picks I like. Now what do you do?
2: Split them up based on the two highest EV and then just round robin across the others, probably?
1: Or something something like that. I mean, you'd probably split amongst what you think are the highest EVs or, are, or what you calculate yeah. to be. But the least variant way is to do two picks of anything that's over minus 137 and then just do, you do 150 of them. It just... Good luck try good luck trying to do that for you know like on underdog you get these three like three picks pay that well yeah imagine having 12 and then you have to do every three pick combination
2: <laughs> combinatorics yay that, that
1: that would be optimal but there's no way of automating that yeah right there's no there's no upload function on on underdog so even if i did it in excel and came up with all the combinations and then did like There's no way of doing that. You literally have to go and A, A, B, C, A, B, D, A, B, E. And dude, that's, dude, I, I've done that. Not necessarily for 12, 12 is a lot. I've done it for like seven or eight or something. Let me tell you, it takes a while. You're going to be there for a good half an hour.
2: And you know, the cool thing about doing stuff like this on underdog, it's like, you can just go to a good sports book and find bets that are, Negative one third, like if you can find things that are like negative 155 to happen or whatever early in the morning, you just lock it Like, even if it even if it trails a little bit through the day, even if you lose a little bit, a little bit of CLV on it, you're probably still going to be above that threshold,
1: right? And, and just to be clear, it has to be the it has to be a no and no
2: right, right. Sorry, yeah, the the, the no vig ups, right? Right, right.
1: So, if they, so you buy you see, you see, you see a line that's minus 155. And the opposite is plus one hundred five. It's like that, <laughs> that, 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 that is that is minus one hundred fifty five. No, that's an ex- especially in props where they, they have high holds. You're gonna you're gonna find that type of stuff. Yeah, and of course, if you want to take out vig, do just Google no vig calculator and you'll find yeah. seven million of them.
2: Yeah,
1: right. You probably the action network may have one. Right, it, so you don't even have to like oh what. What formula document do I have to get it? Do I have to carry a calculator or something? It's like, dude, <laughs> all these calculators exist. We yeah. have to do the bookmark them. Right. And just type it in. So you can even look and you don't have to project anything. Right. As long as you assume that the, the market is efficient and in player prop markets, that's a, that's an iffy. That's an iffy statement. Yeah. Because they're not, they're not as, I mean, they're not liquid enough. Right. But it's a signal, right? Is it guaranteed to be profitable? No, but surely it's better than randomly selecting stuff Mm -hmm. off the top of your head. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Did we did? Is this is this this is learning? Yeah, no. Are we making the math too hard? I mean, it seems like multiplication, division. And using a little converter. that's it's,
2: it's not the math that's hard. It's the process. A lot of people just don't understand the process. Um, and at, that obviously translates over from DFS to betting to most complicated things in life. Things are not complicated when you break them down to the process of finding the end result. Um, people just look at things like this and think, oh, well, how am I supposed to know what this is? And how am I supposed to know how to find the edge? And, and it's like we just showed you. And now you know. But if people had never watched a show like this where somebody broke it down the way that you did, like people aren't gonna know those things. And that's what, of course, sport books like underdog and and prize picks are banking on, on. Of course. Literally banking on. Right. Um I because mean, that that, like, I
1: just want to make it clear that if if you were for entertainment, right? Obviously, if entertainment, do whatever you want. If you want to lose money, go, go have fun. Yeah. I'm talking about like, you, you have no projections. You have no nothing, literally nothing. And you're just like, I'm just going to choose some stuff. Just on underdog, choose them in threes and fives. That's it. (laughs) If you simply just did that and never made twos and fours, you could choose the same stuff and make more money or lose less money. Just by, just by that. Yep. mathematically on prize picks if you just made five pick flexes and that's it rather than make three three pick powers at all you've automatically made money that you've where you've made you've not dumped money with the same exact things that you'd pick and you have nothing to add
2: no i don't i i think that when it comes down to the stuff it's it's so it's not like dfs where like i can add a lot of nuance and we're talking about game theory and we're talking about like you know looking at what the field is doing and here's how you can algorithmically do this or that or whatever like that stuff's my my wheelhouse right with stuff like this it's just it's so straightforward of like hey as long as you just don't do these things you'll lose less money like like it's, a,
1: it's the type of thing that's like you click this button or click that button, but the second button you get paid ten percent more. And people are just like, "Nah, it's easy to click the first button, right?" Right? But it's just like, like why? You 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 you're shopping online, right? You're on Amazon, right? Imagine you're on Amazon and you see the same item twice, listed twice in front of you, one. One one is is, is three hundred bucks, the other is three hundred thirty bucks, and you just go, yeah, I'm gonna buy the three hundred thirty dollars one. Right, same yeah. item. It's this literally the same item, <laughs> right? It's the same thing. Like why why are you clicking that button over the other button? I mean that that's, I mean it doesn't. <coughs> I mean it sounds absurd, but that's essentially what we're saying.
2: Yeah, that's all that it is. It's it's not that hard. It's it. I think that what it comes down to is again, if people have not watched shows where you can break down what the EV is of an individual selection, like people are, are just going to assume that things that are that require less things to happen are going to be better picks, like the two pick is going to be better because you couldn't required- find a
1: third one to make it worthwhile, right? I mean that's Right. That would be the only reason. But I mean dude, you know how many times I've seen people post a prize picks slip a three pick prize picks, which is the worst. And it's the same numbers that are on underdog. And I just, I throw out my hands and I go, are you like, are, are you, is underdog blocked? Is, is there a reason why? Cause a, there's a difference. If you say there's different numbers, if it's like, Oh, prize picks, you're doing the, the under on, on Lugo. And Prize Picks has it at minus at, at five and a half, and Underdog has it at five.
2: Yeah, it's way different. Yeah. Well,
1: now, now that now there's now there's a now, 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 now there could be a difference. There could be. I'm not saying there will be, but there could be. But the same, I I I see Twitter. Oh, one here's I won this this uh, or 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 the the opposite way, which I think is easier to understand, is the four pick, which is not great. That someone posts a four pick on Prize Picks. And then a four pick on underdog and the, 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 the underdog line, one of the, one or two of the lines are better on underdog. I think people understand that they go, Oh, well, I'm going to do Lugo, the same four pick on prize picks, right. Which still pays, you know, plus 900 for both sides. And one has like Lugo under five and a half and one has Lugo under five. Yeah. It's like, well, obviously I'm going to do under five and a half and not under five. Right. Right, seems like people get that. People t- would tend to get that. And hey, there's still plenty of people that don't even care about that. No. Oh, what's a half a strikeout matter? Right. Half right?
2: strikeout difference between pushing and winning.
1: Right. And uh, in the long run, the diff- I mean, could add an additional five to ten percent of like of every of all those bets that you placed. Yep. All those picks that you made. Like I always related to that, like ten percent. I'm just coming up with a number of just somewhere in the ballpark of imagine imagine you you're doing this every day 300 days a year and on average you're making one of these mistakes right for for a total let's say a, a total of of 50 yeah right $150 card or something well, let's say you're giving up 10% for no reason yeah and you're doing 300 days a year and you're averaging one of those per day. That's $1,500. But you know, you're taking $1,500 and you're just throwing it out. <laughs> I mean, you just like, and it's it's not like, well, it's that the extra, the extra 10 minutes isn't worth my time for the 1500 It's not extra time. There's nothing. There's no difference. Just click on the other side or click on the other button. Right. Right. I mean, like, you can't even make that argument of like, oh, well, it's worth, the, you know, it's worth my time. The, the argument that I make when I do the two pick round robins of like 24 different things. It's like, yeah, I'm doing this to reduce variance. And my average edge is over minus 137. And it's just easier for me to do it that way.
2: And and here's the other part of that. Somebody's like, oh, well, it's, just, it's an extra 10 minutes. It's not worth my time. All right. 10 minutes to make $5. Okay. Extrapolate that out. It's $30 an hour. You're telling me their time's worth more. My time is worth more, but when it comes to ten minutes, my time is not worth more. Yeah, but it's not
1: going to take it. Where where you're exaggerating that this is an extra ten minutes. I'm telling you, this is an extra not even ten seconds.
2: Yeah. So even if if you said it,
1: let's say it was ten seconds. Yeah. For five dollars.
2: No, right? let's, say, let's say one minute. Let's say one minute. Let's one say somebody's really slow at this, or like their phone sucks. It's an it's an right. iPhone Oh, I have to go 4. onto a
1: different site or I have to pull up a different tab.
2: Right. It takes a full minute to do it.
1: Right. It or is, I need to make two bets instead of one. Oh, it is have to do two
2: cards. Three hundred dollars an hour to do that.
1: Right. That's like, it's like you're 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 a you're a lawyer at that
2: point. Do you know what the president of the United States makes? Four hundred per hour. Right. So I mean, come on. Come on. It's, it's pretty easy. Um, it's and and I'm like,
1: probably going to end up having to do like once a month.
2: I have not played pickums on underdog just because I haven't had the time to focus on it. But like after going over this, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go play some pickums on underdog.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, and, you, and people wonder how they're, they're raking in cash hand over fist.
2: Yeah. Yep.
1: And we're going to work on some tools.
2: Oh, yeah, we are. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? But, that, that help you do exactly these kinds of things. Imagine having a tool, James. Imagine.
1: I'm using the old, you know, imagine. that. Imagine you have a tool in Excel where you could type in the probabilities of like 10 different bets, right? 10 different picks. So you go through and you go, okay. I believe that the true, based on this projection, the true odds of this, is minus 162. The probability of this is minus 137. This is minus 120. And you do 10, 10 of those. You input 10, and then you press a button, and it will show you every possible combination, right? Of basically underdog and prize picks. So basically, it'll show you two pick, three pick, three pick insurance, four pick, four pick insurance, or flex. Five pick flex, six pick, like on both sides. And then in the boxes of those would be the best combination of any of those 10. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like if you have obviously two minus 175s in there and the rest are, like, let's say the rest are whatever's minus 120s, obviously on the two pick line for both sides, it would show, you know, pick, pick A, pick B, yep. and the edge. And then, but on the three, it may show, it'll show whatever the best out of those, which includes the insurance ones also, of like which combination, if you were to just make one and then show the edge of each individual ones. So you could look and it could just identify, it's like, oh, based on these 10, or based on these six, or based on these up to 10 that you put in, like which combination. And you may find that, like, oh, five pick flex of these five has the highest edge. Mm-hmm. And you just go, okay, I'm just I'm doing a hundred bucks on that, and that's it. Right. Or you see that, oh, this five pick flex has this edge, but this three pick on underdog has a very similar edge also, and it's and it contains two out of those, you know, three out of those bet and you go, okay, I'm gonna split between the two.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Would would that tool be kind of useful?
2: That seems pretty useful. That, that seems, seems useful to useful. me, yeah.
1: If you like those types of tools, go to paydirtdfs.com or theoryofdfs.com for the DFS tools that James has developed. Mm-hmm. You can also follow him at paydirt underscore DFS. Yep.
2: yep, you can find all my stuff over at paydirtdfs.com. Uh, starting to ramp up for NFL here pretty soon now that we're getting towards the end of baseball season. I'm not going to be playing a lot of baseball for the next month outside of just getting ready for the live final. So going to be focusing a lot on NFL now.
1: You follow me on Twitter at BlenderHD. I, I, I'm doing a new show now on my own YouTube channel called Unexpected Value, where this type of stuff that we talked about today, like that's kind of a core of, of what that show is. we just basically for for hobbyist hobbyist bettors, how to find potentially plus EV bets, any sport, anywhere. Obviously, we're going to focus on underdog and prize picks, since I – Can't bet legally until September 28th and then hang out, have some fun. NSFW. If you like the stupid Saturday stuff that I used to do, be more of that type of show. So feel free to go to youtube.com slash Jordan Cooper sign and subscribe to my channel there. And you know, I'll, I'll be on there in 10 minutes. If you like that, show me, I don't think that show could come to Roto grinders with, uh, if I want to keep it at, uh, NSFW. (laughs) It may end up be, being me yelling at people in the chat.
2: I was going to say NSFW in this instance, meaning that you're just going to be a total dick.
1: Oh yeah. Because people are going to come and going to go, Oh dude, this guy's going to Dude, Did you see the lineup for this the, dude? Bet the, bet the under bet the under on the total of this game. It's it. It's, oh, whatever. Bro, bro. Hold,
2: hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Before we go, I know we have to go, but did you, did you see the lineup that I posted that won the queue last night? No. Oh my God. I, I have not tilted as hard as I have all year for baseball. The lineup was two min price pitchers. All right. Both super low strikeout upside. They just like overall just like they they, owned? uh one of them was 30% owned, one of them was like ten percent owned. Okay. All right. So two min price pitchers up against two of the hottest teams over the last like month and a half, like teams that are hitting really, really well. And then their lineup, their hitters, was a three-man Braves. Three-man Braves with five one-offs. And the three-man Braves, instead of making it a four-man, he one-offed Jose Ramirez instead of Austin Riley.
1: Right, Ramirez hit two home runs yesterday or
2: something. Yeah. And and he had Olsen, obviously, and Marcelo Zuna. And I am just, I'm staring at this lineup. and And the kicker? He used to find value, he used a hitter against his own min price pitcher
1: on a slate that was big enough that you'd on, on
2: an eight, I think, eight game slate. Right. I lost my mind. No, you a, want those people to win. No, I well, and and I said the silver lining is that this person's going to be in the live final with me in in like three weeks, so right. like I'll make my money off of him there. All right, you get but some EV, your Sklansky Bucks. I, I took fifth in the queue. And like he he blew out the queue. He scored 172. Second place was his own lineup with the same pitcher combo. And then third place was 149. He blew out the queue with the worst lineup that I've seen all year. And I I just I, hey, I hello to him. That. But
1: hopefully you don't you're not talking to you, you're not saying how, how bad he is to his face <laughs> like and you don't realize he's who he right is. At the live final.
2: Right, you'll see him bad. terrible. <laughs> all right. No, I just need to say that.
1: Okay, we got we got baseball content today. We got stuff on the Scores and Odds channel for betting. We got, got uh, obviously, Will just did the Pick'em pick show. So hit that thumbs-up button. On your way out the door, hit the subscribe button if you're new here. Hit the notification bell to know when we go live. I'll be back tomorrow. We'll be talking about, like we normally do you know, anything. DFS strategy, submit your questions, anything you want, because that's what I'm doing here. Monday through Friday, 11 o'clock Eastern, on the DFS pregame show on rotogrinders.com.